All right, you guys, good morning, good morning. Bless the Lord, all my soul, and all that is within me, I bless his holy name. And I'm telling you, his name is above all names. His name is above COVID-19. His name is above Trump. His name is above the universe because he is the universe. He is the creator. He created the earth. He said the earth is the laws and the fullness thereof and all them that dwell therein. So if we know this and have our confidence in the Lord God Almighty, Yah, our Father, Abba, glory to God, we have no problem to be assured that he will take care of you. Our problem is we don't listen to our father. We'll rather listen to the news. We'll listen to our buku and boo-boo and foo-foo. We'll listen to what, what, what the media is telling us and social media is telling us. But after we have acquired all of this information, what are you going to do? How are you going to allow the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you into all truth? Come on. Well, sometimes it's challenging and sometimes you really don't know what to listen to, what knowledge to acquire. You know, it's just like you have to live in these last days by what? Common sense. Because through it all, we all have our personal daily challenges that we have to deal with. We have to deal with relationships. We have to deal with grief and family loss and, 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 and loved ones that are so dear to us. Then all of a sudden you get a phone call and it's like, what? It just turns your whole world upside down. But in the midst of you being upside down, guess what? You can still look up. Look to the hills which come your help. All your help comes from above. Who's above? God Almighty. He's not just above. He's all around us. So our security should be in his name. Yeah, let's listen to what other people are saying through their name. But at the end of the day, we're going to listen to what God said. And his name is above all names. Now, with that said, he gave us an opportunity to have ears to hear. Because we are in a warfare. If you know it or not, we are in a seriously spiritual warfare. And even though all of this stuff is happening out on the surface that your natural eyes can see, are you really in the spirit to see what's really going on in the spirit world? Are you really ready to have a God encounter to understand that this is about good and evil, God and the devil? Come on. Demons and angels, come on. This is spiritually a warfare going on. And guess what? It is after your life and my life and my children's life and your children's life, your family lives, your, your, my family lives. The enemy is after our soul. And what have I always emphasizing? What is the soul? The mind, will, and emotion. And right now, he got everybody locked down. And guess what? He controlling your mind by that TV set. So are you using this opportunity to learn, to become a better person, to seek the face of God so he can lead and guide you into all truth? 
Because they got some things that's going on behind the scenes, you guys. That they ain't, I'm, I just sit here and watch the morning news. And what I'm about to share with you guys, it is not on the news. So as I'm seeking God, the Holy Spirit said, now I want you to go check this out. And when you see this, put it on your program. So people all over can hear what's going on. Two days ago, I seen where there was the other country. See, I watch other country news. You got to go out and search for international news, y'all. You can't just sit here and listen to American news because they brainwashing you. Now, I just cut on. Now, I saw this over the weekend about this TikTok thing and how India and, and, and the other countries are banding, have not banding, they already banned TikTok, right? Now, I just cut on the news. Wow. The news reporter states. That U.S. is considering about banding. What you mean considering? You already have the report. That China now is using their apps to steal the information from your American citizens. And they create their own servers. But you know, it got to come to pass, y'all. It got to come to pass. Why? It has to become this one world order. Sooner or later, everything going to be cashless. I'm just updating some stuff and, and just trying to, it's like everything is moving so fast. Sometimes I got to walk away from the computer because it's just like my brain cells are, are, are trying to connect with my neutrons and my, my, my serotonins and, and, and the, the, the hippocalamus, hippopotamus, whatever that hippo something back there in your head. Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> My receptors trying to catch up. So now I'm about to share something else with y'all on the next on the next episode. We still dealing with COVID-19, right? Why in the world, y'all, they got another virus out there? That's right, they got another virus out there. And I just like I said, I just listened to the news. On each station, and not one person say nothing about what I'm about to share with y'all. So just tune in. Hey, I know I've been slacking, but I'm I'm coming back. I'm bouncing back every day. Every day I'm bouncing back. I'm getting on track, and guess what? It's gonna be hoo hoo hoo. It's gonna be on like Donkey Kong. So just check this out. They got a new virus coming out, and guess what? It came out again out of China. Boy, I tell you, Trump done really teed China off. And they, I, I don't know what is this here that's going on. But I'm going to tell you what. The Holy Ghost going to keep us on lit. All right? And when he tell me something, I'm going to tell it to y'all. All right? So listen up. Check this out on the next episode. identified a virus in the environment. It is not yet shown to be infected humans, but it is exhibiting what we call reassortment 
capabilities. In other words, when you get a brand new virus that turns out to be a pandemic virus, it's either due to mutations and or the reassortment or exchanges of genes. And they're seeing virus in swine, in pigs now, that have characteristics of the 2009 H1N1, of the original 1918, which many of our flu viruses have remnants of that in it, as well as segments from other hosts like swine. When they all mix up together and they contain some of the elements that might make them susceptible to being transmitted to humans, you always have the possibility that you might have another swine flu type outbreak as we had in 2009. It's something that still is in the stage of examination. It's not so-called an immediate threat where you're seeing infections, but it's something we need to keep our eye out on just the way we did in 2009 with the emergence of the swine flu. It's called G4 is the name of it. You're such a skillful deceiver. <laughs> wow. Are you a hypocrite, America? Because if you did not mean for the black, the brown, the red, and even the poor white to enjoy the full rights of citizenship. Today, people who are still actually anti-science, a whole movement called the anti-vaxxers, who refuse to acknowledge the evidence that vaccinations have eradicated smallpox and who by their prejudices are actually endangering the very children they want to protect. And I totally reject this anti-scientific pessimism. I'm profoundly optimistic about the ability of new technology to serve as a liberator and to remake the world, remake the world, remake the world wondrously and benignly. Indeed, in countless respects, technology is already doing just that. Nanotechnology, I mentioned earlier, revolutionizing medicine by designing robot robots a fraction of the size of a red blood cell capable of swimming through our bodies, dispensing medicine and attacking malignant cells like some Star Wars armada. Neural interface technology, neural interface technology is producing a new generation of cochlear implants, I think of new tools that we acquired, but over which we... I wow. So the, so the new technology for the the vaccine will have a, a, a robotic. That means there's some type of robotic cell he just described that will be inserted in individuals who take whatever vaccine now in towards the future. The devil is a lie. The devil is a lie. Even though we see all this in movies and or, 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 or know that the future is near. No, we're already in the future. Technology, we're catching up with technology. And, and the best thing that I can suggest to anyone is to be prayerful and have an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord tells you every day. Because we're going to have to strategically live our lives. We're going to have to strategically know what foods we need to eat. Like right now, I'm about to do me a nice little garden. You better start planting your foods, your, your plant foods. Like he said, this G4 
in pigs. Well, that is let you know, hey, you better stop eating pork. Period. Period. Ain't no such thing as no religious thing. It's not good for you. And if they inject it in this germ, this virus, this G4 that's in pigs, and they're serving people pigs, come on. They're going to modify some, they're going to use some type of mechanism to inject the human being with these organisms. And it's, it's all to take us down. It's to get rid of the old, the poor, and the weak. And that's why you have to rebuild your immune system. Take your supplements. Get Eat your greens, your fruit, plant-based foods. Let's see what else they're talking about. I told you I'm going to do my best to to let y'all know what's going on. Which we control. And that is not necessarily the case in the digital age. You may keep your secrets from your friends, from your parents, your children, your doctor, even your personal trainer. But it takes real effort to conceal your thoughts from Google from Google, from Google. And if that is true today, in future, there may be nowhere to hide. In future, there may be nowhere to hide. Nowhere to hide. Nowhere to hide. Nowhere to hide. Smart cities will pullulate with sensors, all joined together by the internet of things. Bollards communing invisibly with lampposts. But this technology could also be used to keep every citizen under round-the-clock surveillance. Yep. A future Alexa will pretend to take orders, but this Alexa will be watching you, clacking her tongue wow. and stamping her... Wow. See? Now, I have an Alexa. <laughs> I have an Alexa, but... Um... Take their medications. I say to those of us in America, we need to call a meeting of our skilled virologists, epidemiologists, students of biology and chemistry. And we need to look at not only what they give us, we need to give ourselves something better. So my teacher told me, don't speak for some, speak for the whole. And now I'm speaking for black America, for Hispanic America, for the Native American and for those who are desirous of life they're making money now plotting to give seven billion five hundred million people a vaccination dr fauci (laughs) 
Bill Gates and Melinda. You want to depopulate the earth? What the hell gives you that right? Who are you to sit down with your billions and talk about who can live and who should die? Come on now. Come on now. That's, what That's doing. why your world is coming to an end yep. quickly yep. because you have sentenced billions to death, but God is now sentencing you Whoa. to the death that you are sentencing to others. Whoa. You see, we have to be very careful, and that's the truth. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to pull up um, Bill Gates and Warren Buffett and all the top dogs that have all this pocket of money and power. In 2015, they had a whole convention, but it was a private convention, okay? And they sit there and literally strategize. Now, I don't know how... Someone had the opportunity to to video this, and they debunked it, but it's out there. It's on the YouTube, and I'm going to find it, and I'm going to record it, and I'm also put the links in the description so you can go back and search this out for yourself. Okay? We, you, we are at a time, people, that you have to take our life back. All right? We be laughing at the movies where them people have their little bunker and have their pantry stocked and... You know, and when something happens, the lights go out or, or a famine hit or, or like, it's like a pandemic like we are in now. And these people are sustainable because they prepare. Many people thought they was crazy. Many people think I'm crazy because trust me, I am preparing. I'm stocking up on stuff. And I'm going to keep saying it because this is what the Lord showed me. By the end of this year, we're going to have a blackout. I mean, a worldwide blackout. It's going to be some strange times coming up, y'all. And it's up to you as an individual to take back your life. Now, don't go out here and be crazy. And you know you're supposed to have a mask when you're going in the midst of people. Because people are nasty, y'all. So you're really protecting yourself. We go to the store early in the morning when they first open up. We have our masks on, our gloves, and our sanitizer. And we gone. We go get what we have to do. And we get out of there and we get back to our house. And that's what you have to strategically do things. If you have to go out and about strategically, know when they don't have that many people out and about, go early in the morning. I really don't like going out at night. But, hey, you have to do what you need to do to not only protect yourself and your family, but to survive and thrive in these challenging times okay and as he was saying about the alexa i have an alexa but guess what i didn't even plug that thing up they gave me that free when i had uh signed on for the direct energy bill and if you get a a plan for so many months they give you a free alexa really you can get a free alexa anywhere now why they need to have all that in your household guess what mine's not even plugged up it's still in the box you see what I'm saying? So some things is good. And like he was saying, yeah, you think it's helping you take all of a sooner or later. It, it just feeding information in about you and everything. Else. And that's all it is. Even with online. We sign on their privacy policies. Oh, it's probably, but you know, we'll do our best as a business, as a business person myself. I do my best to make sure that my customers information is protected and private. 
But as you see, you everything is going online. So you definitely have to. I have to upgrade my server. I have to get me a a a a, 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 a VPN network blocker. I can't even think of the name of, but y'all know what I'm talking about, y'all IT people. Okay, just to make sure that your information is is blocked, so hackers won't get in. You know what I'm saying? So you do what you have to do step by step to make sure that you continue to have a livelihood, but protect yourself and don't be ignorant. Don't be so keen on watching this one news. You got to get out here and go out and watch these international news and see what they are saying about us here in America. That's right. You will learn a lot of stuff like, whoa, they ain't, I ain't heard nothing about that in America. You see? All right, y'all. This is Dr. D. I'm going to let y'all go to the next episode. Okay? God bless. But Farrakhan, if we don't take the vaccine, we're sure to die. You're dying for sure now. They want to quicken death. Yes, uh, brothers and sisters, they are in the Bible as the pale horse of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. The pale horse had a rider. His rider was death. And everywhere that pale horse went, hell followed behind. This is your history. You're angry with me. I'll take it. Right. Because the two that back me are very angry with you. And the righteous are becoming more angry with you with every passing day. Imagine some Caucasians sitting in a room plotting the death of two to three billion human beings calling them useless eaters. That's Satan. That's the mind of Satan. You know how Satan's mind begins? It begins with these words. When asked, why didn't you submit when I commanded you? And the satanic mind says, I am better because I am made of fire while he is made from dust. The moment any of you, any of us begin to think we are better, we start mistreating those whom we think are less. So white people think Naturally, this is not a fault, this is their nature that they are better. Look at the words. Let us make man 
in our image and after our likeness. How did the Caucasian come into existence? Come on. You can bring your scientists and we'll sit down. Right, right. Because my teacher said, if you can prove one word that he taught us as false, he will pay with his life. And I am his student. I'll pay with mine because I believe in every word that he taught. You're not a natural man. You're a grafted man with a birth control mechanism, killing the darker, saving the lighter, marrying the lighter on to the lighter, killing the darker of the lighter, marrying that on, the lighter with the lighter, until you get black, you get brown, you get red, you get yellow, you get white. And when the white man was made, his father was a liar, his father was a murderer. Yes, sir. So they are born with lie and murder in their nature. How do they lie so easily? I know, huh? If you could read the record, the police records, of what they say in their reports that they write. All lies. They have concocted lies to justify their murder of our brothers and sisters. Why are the police quitting now? Because they can't. You should all quit. Because if your presence there thinks that you're going to come into the black community and do what you've been doing, you better quit. The jump out boys better stay in the white community. Don't come where we live and jump out. Because you may never get back in. Real talk now. We can't take it no more. That's it. That's it. That's it. We won't take it anymore. So you develop your vaccine. Mr. Dershowitz, listen to the words of God from my mouth for you. You're such a skillful deceiver. You deceived your brothers in the Senate to vote not to impeach Mr. Trump. You were very skillful. But see if you can impeach the wisdom of God. Come on now. Come on. You're Satan. Masquerading as a lawyer. Satan. Walking in full sight. That's it. For real. Deceiving whoever they can deceive. That's Satan. Mr. Greenblatt. You are Satan. Those of you that say that you are Jews, I will not even give you the honor of calling you a Jew. You are not a Jew. You are so called. You are Satan. And it's my job now to pull the cover off of Satan. That's right. 
so that every Muslim when he sees Okay, you guys, I'm about to um, let you all hear this Plan 24, they call it. I mean, Plan 21, um, exposing depopulation the earth. And we are in the midst of this. Uh, And they have a goal by 2030, 95% of the world population will be um, decreased. And we are in the midst of it now. And no one can tell me they are not using this COVID-19 as one of the methods. The second method, I'm sure, is going to be these robotic vaccinations that they're going to insert in individuals to um, get back out into the workforce to have a shield. Or to, we already see that we are in a new norm. Everything is online right however eventually you're gonna have to get the people back into the buildings all right and so to do that they transparent the transparency of a person's life is no more secret as you heard in the earlier episodes where the prime minister of britain spoke on how he is uh he explained what the new procedures will be and he was warning his people his citizens okay not to adhere to what's about to happen because this is what's going to happen it's going to happen anyway y'all god just want us to be ready for it and you have to make a decision to say yes or no and i'm telling you jesus is coming back yahshua is coming back and the individuals that will be left behind, and I know some will be left behind. And the reason why some will be left behind because we're going to have to help others to be converted into the, the Lord Jesus Christ because many are going to take that mark. And once you take that mark of the beast, by forehead or by insertion of your hand, okay, forehead could be a chip into your brain, all right? Your hand, it could be that vaccination that they're going to put inside of you. Same thing, just going to come a different way. But the enemy know his time is running out. And he have to do whatever he can to shake up this society and really see who is really on the Lord's side and who is on his side. Now, I'm going to share with you just a little bit of some of this information that I'm that I've acquired. I really was looking for um Bill Gates and I'm gonna I'm gonna find that that YouTube preferably then took it down. And I'm gonna let you hear this one here. Um this gentleman had wrote some books about the dip uh depopulation and at first they thought cancer was gonna do it. But so there's hey, something in the zeitgeist here. You see something and else going on. Cosmic which is such a wonderful book. I, I really encourage everyone 
to take a look at it. And um, yeah, we're here today just to have a relatively informal discussion about some of the things that are really pressing. Uh, clearly, we are all facing what is being described as a pandemic by what is to believe to be an inexorably lethal uh, viral uh, vector. And so I think uh, okay, organically, uh, both Tom and I have been reflecting on whether germ theory as classically conceived and promulgated throughout the mainstream media is as valid as we are led to believe. Basically, health policy is being uh, drafted based on this concept. And so I know that we've had some preliminary discussion, but I, we just would love to have a deeper uh, sort of exploration of the topic, which I think would help people to maybe not be as fearful and um, give them the ability to just think more critically about what's happening. So I'll just sort of pass it to you. Okay, thank you. I, I mean, there's a whole lot of places you could start here, but um, one of the places I, I might start is I have been a uh, student of Rudolf Steiner, the guy who started Waldorf schools and anthroposophical medicine and biodynamics and a bunch of other things. And as I like to say, those were his hobbies. Those weren't his uh, profession. He was a Gertian scholar. And in a sense, all three of those books you, you, you mentioned were essentially, I took a quote from Rudolf Steiner and um, tried to figure out what he meant by that. And I often describe it as knowing Rudolf Steiner is like having the answers to the test, but you don't know how he got there. But you sort of know where you should be going. So the, the central theme of my heart book was Steiner saying that in order for humanity to evolve in the right way, we have to understand that the heart is not a pump. And when you read that, you think something like, what the hell? Everybody knows the heart is a pump. <laughs> and, and, and even if it isn't a pump, what's why should that make a difference for the evolution of humanity? Uh, so it took me 20 some years to sort of figure that out. Uh, and then when you see what the heart, why it's like laughable that it's not a pump and what it does, and that for instance, what the heart does is it uh, stops the blood, and I don't want to get into the whole why the blood moves, but it stops the blood, converts it into a vortex, and that sends the blood on a path to the rest of the body. And you, you compare that with what the Sufis say about the heart, which is there's a moment when the heart stops, and that's when God enters the human being, and that gives the human being spirit. So if you think about that, so the heart stops the blood, you know, God or the, you know, spiritual world enters through this vortex, which is created in the heart. And I believe a company should focus on what they do best. At Tecovis, that's handcrafted, high quality Western boots at a fair price. And that's how spirit interfaces with matter always. It changes everything. It changes how you see the world. And if you changes how you see the world, apparently, at least according to Steiner, that has everything to do with 
the evolution of humanity. Mm. And so, you know, a lot of people, when they hear this, say, they like, they want me to say, no, the heart is a pump, but it's also a spiritual organ, or it's a neuroendocrine system, or it's a this or a that. And that misses the whole point. Mm. It's not a pump. Yes. And if you think it is, you, you miss the whole story. Now, now, then what's the relevance to this? Uh, Steiner was asked in 1918, after the, or during, or sometime around the, the Spanish flu pandemic, right? That killed millions of people. He said, well, what is this all about? And he said, apparently, I mean, I wasn't there, but he said, viruses are excretions of a poison cell. And they're not causing anything. They're, it's complicated, and we can talk about that. But it's as if, you know, and I like to talk in analogies, it's if the cell is pooping out poison. Now, for one thing, it's also, that tells you it's not necessarily good to eat another person's pooped poison, right? So, so that may not be a good idea, but that is not really... That's why it sort of looks like it's contagious. It's one of the ways you can get poisoned. Uh, and interestingly, he tried to demonstrate that. He, he had never had smallpox. And he said, smallpox, the poison is fear. Mm. And so I will recognize when I have eradicated fear from my being. Once that happens, I can go and help care for people with smallpox. Mm. Because... If I don't have fear, which apparently, I mean, I, I wouldn't know how to do that myself, but Steiner apparently did. Wow. He, could, he could see in himself when there was no focus of fear. Right. And then he went and, uh, went and helped people with smallpox who never got sick. It's interesting. That's exactly what Florence Nightingale said. <laughs> you know, she said, yeah, I was never scared. And so I could go in there and I never got sick. Well, this is such a profound way of understanding, too, you know, sort of the spiritual substrate of what we mean by contagion, which, you know, etymologically does connect to just contact. It's, it's touching, actually. Yeah. So this notion of social distancing, which is a way of really instituting fear, you know, which is othering and separation and sort of devolving to the Cartesian Newtonian body that we believe is real in the West versus con contact, love, connection. And so obviously the psychogenicity of this situation is what is of greatest concern to me insofar as I believe that one could relatively practically implode just through fear. The immune system specifically, we know about downregulation of the immune response and upregulation of cortisol, all the things that happen with fight or flight. Um, but I do think that uh, it's so helpful to know that there is this sort of almost poetic, but not in a non-evidence way, a body of um, work that speaks to how to navigate this moment in time when it comes to the, the fear out there. And, and the thing that's so interesting to me about this, too, is so in other words, if you, if you just take it at face value, because the whole thing with Steiner is is again so that he, he gives his comment he doesn't explain it he didn't know anything about viruses you know he wasn't a biologist nobody knew anything about viruses really then 
And then you compare that to what we know today about viruses. So, in other words, what happens is there's a piece of DNA or RNA that's degenerated essentially in the cell, and then it buds out through our cell membranes, taking pieces of the cell membranes. That's sort of classic viral theory. And then it goes out into the world where it has to land on another living being in order to keep that uh, cycle going. That's pretty close to the cell was poisoned, the DNA deteriorates, or the cellular material deteriorates. You know, I, I have a, a personal theory that the, the cell is basically run by the structured water in the cell. That's the new biology to me. So when you get a an insult to this structured water, it deteriorates the contents of the cell, and the cell has to try to get rid of it. Because if you keep this poison in the cell, that interferes with the structuring of the water. That's our crystalline nature, which acts like a radio. And so now you have an out-of-tune radio, and you can't do anything properly. You can't think properly, can't feel properly, can't run your biochemistry, whatever that is. And so you, it's like I, it's like I tell people, it's like you have a poison grape in your jello. Mm. So you, you, you know, classically what you do is you heat the jello to make the grape run out and then you snot it out wow. and, and you get rid of it. And that's exactly what happens. And we call it a virus. Well, there's definitely, I feel like a good body of literature now establishing right what you're saying insofar as exosomes are these virus-like particles that bud out of the plasma membrane just like viron particles do and in fact in 2015 the first study i've ever seen and it identified itself as the first study in this domain uh on the viron architecture of influenza showed that through mass spectrometry the um, influenza viron particles were indistinguishable from exosomes, which are natural uh, micro vesicles produced by the cell. And that when they did the proteome and lipiome analysis, they found that a good portion of what a viral particle is, is identical to the host uh, cell structure. So if it was right avian or human, it was a completely different particle which obviously when it comes to immunogenicity, antigenicity, the fact that they're growing these flu vaccines in insect bodies and eggs, it is completely not even evaluated for safety. Or, right. you know, so the point being that what you're saying is very fascinating to me because actually that would be very consistent with what I understand exosomes do. Now exosomes do also express through healthy tissue and communicate messages to neighboring cells that can be regenerative. So yes. there are cases, yeah. So there's there are definitely uh, examples of this going both ways, but what you're saying I think radicalizes uh, or actually really generally undermines classical, you know, germ theory when it comes to viruses and infection. Right. It's 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 not coming from outside, although the, as you say, it gets complicated. And so these um, these exosomes, these, essentially they're messages from your cell to other cells, other tissue, maybe other people, maybe even other species, maybe who knows. And 
So that's why there could be a message to a, from one four-year-old to another transmitted through this so-called exosome. It says it's time for you to clean out your water bottle. Absolutely. That's the xenohermetic hypothesis, right? Like right. one poisoned individual sending off these messages, infectious particles, communicating resilience programs to their neighbor because they're probably exposed to the same environmental toxicant, mm -hmm. not native EMF. Exactly. Right. Yeah, so that's a survival of the species level validation of germ theory, but through a totally different lens where it's actually conferring survival advantage, which is ultimately what I think the virome shows us in the hygiene hypothesis, which is we need exposure to so-called benign viral vectors in order to confer, you know, survival advantage. Right. I mean, Okay, you guys, I'm going to go to the next episode, but uh, if this is something new that you're trying to understand what they're talking about, what they're talking about is the function of your cell. And as it goes deeper, it's going, it's going to uh, show you how through our lifestyle, our eating habit, habits, our immune system. And how, and this is why the COVID, and this is my only perceptions on what I received out of it. I, I perceive that the reason that this COVID coronavirus spreads so rapidly is because so many people have a deficiency in the immune system. So what he was doing first, and I'll put the information in the description, uh, he was first analyzing um well let me rewind not analyzing but he was explaining the function of your heart what it does and what and what's the properties that it produce okay in your body that that breathes life through your cells and then as you heard your cell have all these other microisms within it okay and i could talk about that more on another episode pertaining to my healing with cancer and how i had to build up my my um it's per se immune system but yet you had to pray and speak to the cells of your body because the cells uh, is where it breathes the oxygen and I'm not even going to start with all of that right now. But I just wanted you guys to 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 start. Like he said, if you can see something different and understand the mechanism of a thing, you can properly make your own adjustments. That's the best way I can put it. OK. And once you make your own adjustments. OK. Well, wait a minute. I know I deal with this in my body. I deal with this. Yada, yada. And like he was saying, if a child has a germ or has some type of um, virus going on with them and then the next person hey have it they can communicate and that's how it bounces off it catches all right um i'll just let you guys finish on the next episode okay god bless thank you for tuning in and don't forget to share my link boom factor radio the only radio station that's going to expose everything that's being told as a lie we're gonna shine the light on the truth 
Okay, God bless. text message that was issued saying an intercontinental missile was being sent to to Hawaii and and it was only found out 30 minutes later or whatever that it was it was a mistake but they they freaked out you can only imagine they had 30 minutes to live but that's that's essentially what we're saying when we're saying that viruses convey information you know horizontally and that some of them like text messages that are full of disinformation or misinformation or cellular debris that might be just nonsense can can potentially confuse the, yeah. the cells. And so I, I do appreciate that qualification. And I do know that there have been governments that have attempted to weaponize certain yeah. types of viruses. So right. the very thing that I didn't believe was true, they've in a way created artificially. So germ theory, you know, is valid in certain ways. Right, you can create toxic messages. Yes. Okay, I think we got it. Yeah, well, with that said, last uh, maybe comment to the listener, you know, sharing maybe something that they can do to uh, maintain equanimity and health in this, you know, historical window. You have something maybe you could leave us with that would be helpful. I mean, when people, of course, ask me that, and, and I give them the, the, the same list I would have given them six months ago. You know, eat a biodynamic, nourishing traditions kind of diet. Drink, uh, you know, purified, clean, structured, mineralized water. Get rid of all your wireless devices. Use only, you know, wired computers and no Wi-Fi. Protest against the rollout of 5G. Get outside in the sun and fresh air and ground yourself to the earth. Get enough sleep. Uh, have good friends and good loving relations with people. You know, take care of your children and have fun with them if you have them or your parents or friends. And, you know, eat good food and do good works in the world. That's, that's the same. Yeah. That was six months ago, too. Those are the you know, to me, those are the best things for your immune system now, or whatever this is. Now, if you want to uh, take vitamin C and do crystals and, and take mushrooms, I mean, I'm all for that. I, I think one should find out what works for you generally. I mean, obviously, I'm a doctor and I give people stuff, you know, and I even had a hand in, like, creating certain, to a certain extent, certain medicines or making them available that I think clean up the cells. I think sauna space, sauna is good. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have to do anything. If, if all you ever do is, is eat crap and drink poison water and, and smoke and never exercise, well, you shouldn't do that because <laughs> yeah. that's not good for you. Don't blame the virus then when you get sick. And yeah, right. Don't blame the virus when you get sick. Right? Clean it up. It's about time. Beautiful. Wow. That's so refreshing. Just very straightforward. Uh, common sense, ultimately. So last thing is, where can people find you, follow you, stay up to date with your work? Uh, we have a bunch of websites. Dr. Cowan's Garden. Uh, I have the humanheartcosmicheart.com. Cool. That's where I write uh, blogs and stuff. Uh, those are the main two. Beautiful. 
Okay, well, thank you so much for your work and for your time, and、uh, hope that everyone follows you. And、uh, yeah, thank you for for your service. Great, thank you, sir. Into the African presidents. Yes, sir. Do not take their medications. Yes, I think this might be the end of my <laughs> morning enlightenment on what's going on around the world. And at this present moment, we have the debate going on with the presidency. And I just heard this gentleman on the uh, oh, I don't know, something just just stuck me y'all. Hold on, stating how great the administration is and. How、um, they denying this and denying that, and cutting funding for the WHO—that's the World Health Organization—and how they coming up from China. But let me tell you something: it's all a sublime messaging because, believe me, Trump just left over in China last year. Okay,、uh, I think it was in November, December last year, and he met with the Prime Minister, right? Um, America politicians or political leaders—they are literally following the footsteps of China. Put it like that, and lo and behold. Gradually, America, we get everything late anyway, but sooner or later, everything gonna be cashless. I mean, you can actually do it now, everything online, cashless. However, the reason why other countries are banning China because China have access to more technology than what we know of. I'm about to put this clip on here. I think I did it before, but I'm gonna let you guys. Hit this clip again on how China actually tracks its people, and sooner or later, guess what? We're gonna be doing the same thing. They're gonna have to come up with some type of system in this society to not only track who was exposed to COVID, who wasn't. Everything is already connected with your social security number. In the system, even with all of the relief funds that's available, sorry, we like on the we in Harris County, but yet on the zone in the way Seabrook and Kima is, we don't even qualify for the stuff that's the relief fund, so we just get skipped all over. However, they are tracking it. They're not gonna tell me they're not tracking. They know who's who. Okay. So just those that are in America, and you really trying to figure out who you're gonna vote for. First next week, the primary, we have to make sure that you 
check out the Congress. Okay, we have to change the Congress. We have to change the Senate's in the House. Because as you see, right now, we have, the citizens have a packet, another stimulus package to help relieve some of this financial um, stress and burden on the citizens. And guess what? They're on vacation and the bill is just sitting on the desk. You, you see how they value your life? So you, we have to really get and understand the, the house. That's the ones we need to change. We need to get these old, old schoolers out of here. Okay. And get some fresh people that have a empathy for the human race. Period. We're not a number. We're not a stat. Okay, it's not even pertaining to black, white, which it does. Black lives does matter. I'm going to plug that in there. Okay, we do matter because it's affecting us the most. But overall, all mankind. Is being hit some type of way with this plan, (laughs) like I heard one of the commentaries say, there ain't no pandemic. It's a pandemic. They plan this. They know in 2020, going into the 21st century, they have to do something to cultivate and, and press the button to release this 5G into the atmosphere. That's why everybody having problems with their cell phones. Okay. Because all this connection going on. But we have to change the house. Please put in your zip code and find out who is running in your district and make sure that their agenda is what you believe in. And we have to put pressure on them. And once they get in the office, we got to go to this meeting and say, okay, we voted you in. You say you were going to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Okay, where is this on the list? What are you going to do about it? All right. But right now, I want y'all just to tune into the next episode and um, this is how China keep up with all this stuff. They be knowing what's going on. I mean, it's kind of a communistic uh, structure that they have to keep their people in check. But they are prospering and they are booming. And believe me, everything is against China, China, China. But guess what? America is definitely in the in 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 the dance group with China. You got your top billionaires that have property and stuff in China. They have stocks in China. And you want to figure out why all these people are unemployed and the, and the stock market is still doing good. Something ain't right with that, y'all. Come on, put on your thinking caps, people. Put on your economical thinking caps. Put on your humanitarian thinking caps. Come on, stop just being brainwashed by the local news. Get out here and find out what's really going on in this world. Oh, that's a smoke screen. And I don't care what they're saying. They are not keeping the jobs in America, even with T-Mobile. Because every time I try to call T-Mobile, I have to go into the place because they're transferring me to the Philippines or India. That's who's taking over their call centers. 
Hello. And then they get upset. Well, ma'am, this is, I can get you to closer. Yes, we are. We still part of the United States, but we like on the outskirts of the United States. No, 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 no. I need a representative in the States, in a state, in the United States, in a state. <laughs> That's who I need. <laughs> All right. I didn't say it enough. I didn't talk to her. All right. Check this out, y'all, on the next episode how China is really tracking their people. A face in the crowd, how China tracks individuals. China has the largest video surveillance network in the world and plans to expand it to more than 600 million cameras over the next two years. With the rise in facial recognition and artificial intelligence, It feels more like someone is watching all those cameras at all times. Hi, I'm Ellie. I'm in China, and I just got busted for jaywalking with facial recognition technology. Stations like this one are part of a new plan by the Chinese government to publicly shame citizens caught breaking the law. If you cross the street against the light, cameras with facial recognition technology will take a picture of your face, cross-reference it with your government ID, and then post it up there to embarrass you. But China isn't embracing facial recognition just to catch jaywalkers. The technology is starting to appear just about anywhere you can imagine. It helps make many recommendations at your local fast food spot. You can also pay for your food with your face. Doesn't matter whether you smile or not, even though it's called smile to pay. Even if you are wearing a wig or have a heavy makeup, it will still recognize you. It even curbs a waste of toilet paper at public bathrooms. My gift. This is all I get for the next nine minutes. And then I come back again. I try to get more. Chinese tech companies are now at the cutting edge of developing new and sophisticated ways to do video analysis. Right now we're going into since time, one of the biggest companies involved in developing that technology. Oh, that's me. 这个是我们的人脸识别的门禁，那它可以自动的识别人脸，然后方便员工进出。然后你站在门口，它很快就会把门打开。嗯，对于外来的人员来讲呢，它站在门口门并不会打开。So you know when someone's late？所以我们也可以知道到底是呃每个人都是几点来，几点走的。所以这个呢，是我们的一个肢体检测、肢体识别的一个功能。这个是我们的一个会场迎宾签到的一个系统 Okay, so what that was, um, she went into this office building, which every person has an ID and is logged in to the system. But because she entered in and was not logged in, they had her to stand in front of a um, 
AI camera and it analyzed her whole body from head to toe and then it identified her face structures and it printed it on the screen and identify who she was so now she can walk around in the building safely because she is now registered as a visitor in the building he also stated that people that are not registered do not have an appointment any strangers they will not be able to enter into the building because their face recognition will not come about so i will also put a link where you can literally go back and see it on YouTube yourself and just see how it works. But the main purpose for this um, information is just to let you be aware of what United States or what the United States is headed toward. Even though, quote unquote, you hear a lot of negative stuff from the United States against China. But at the end of this documentary, you're going to see where a lot of American buyers are investing in this technology. You see how hypocritical it is? So don't be so quick to say, oh, yeah, well, we're going to do this because China does. No, no. America got their hands in a pot and they're starting to make a good old, as we would say in New Orleans, a good old pot of gumbo. They're going to get paid. But despite all the goofy applications we were first shown, much of the tech since time is developing has serious real-world implications. This is one of the tools that we have designed for the intelligent cities. Here, we can see many symbols, such as people's clothes, and their clothes, and their Okay, so he's going over the traffic, um, the cameras that are picking up individuals each person that's passing now if you ever saw um personal interest this is the technology that is active right now in china the actually the the series person of interest that technology where they can spot people and this is what he's explaining to her what all the information on the screen is letting them know if they was looking for a red car at 11 a.m they can go back on the AI screen and it will show them where that red car was, who in the car, and everything. Yes, that's right. Everything. So it can track suspicious activity within a large crowd. Are you ever bothered by having 
no anonymity because there are cameras watching all the time. 啊，从我自己的体验来讲，其实对这样的一些事情并不会很担忧。呃，但是呢，像这样的一些算法或者说技术应用到实实战的场景中去以后呢，如果说你真的要做坏事，以后就要小心了。But the reach of this technology goes way beyond public areas and increasingly infiltrates private spaces as well. We're going into a government housing complex instead of doormen. They have security cameras with facial recognition technology, and we're going to go see how it works. Is one door and one security camera? Ah, yes. This, this, we now see this image is our. We can see it here. 每个日期，它的保障人员的是出入情况，非保障人员的和陌生人的一个出入情况。This is the number of visitors, and this is all of the residents, and this is our most popular person with 142. 然后呢，我们每个月月底的时候会出一个月报，提供给房管局，就是监管部门，因为这是他连续跑了，现在这个项目跑了快一年了，然后可能他累积的比较多。How much more is your system doing that you're not allowed to show us? 然后工作挺多的，然后我在这边的话，不太方便透露我太多，希望理解。In China, there are few protections limiting how much information the government can collect about its 1.4 billion citizens. Everyone over the age of 16 is required to have an official state-issued ID card that the government now wants to use to centralize all that information. And China is investing heavily in tech companies to help transform that government data into a virtually omniscient surveillance network. One of those companies is Megvi. It recently received a capital investment of nearly half a billion dollars, part of which is from a state-run VC fund. But the name chosen for its premier piece of technology is a bit of a tell. Skynet. What is that? The Terminator is a. The favorite film of our founder, so they they use the same name, but they want to put something good into this system. So okay, in the Terminator, Skynet is evil, rains down death from the sky. But in China, Skynet is good. Yeah, not a difference. So how do you think your facial recognition technology will change China? Everything happen in the uh, in the public can be record. We can know exactly what happened in every second, in every corner of the city. This is uh, a good stream in a subway station by our smart camera, so we can capture every face in real time. See, like some criminal person is out there. There is a uh, the red box, so there is a warning to the police station that there is a criminal person. So I need to locate them. So when it looks out onto a crowd. It's tracking all these faces, and it's cross-checking those faces against what? Criminal database. And how many fugitives have been apprehended through this system? Over three thousand cases in, in nationwide. Yeah, just one one year. In one year. Yeah, one year. Wow. So what you're working on now already seems like sci-fi. What do you think the future will look like in like five years? Have you seen a film just like? Like a black mirror, you just stand there, and your face there is a point. As so maybe that is the future. But that's like a horror show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The 
but I think that is a, maybe the kind of the future. Every people have their social points, I think. If you like spit gum on the sidewalk. Yeah, your points maybe. And your points go down. Maybe, maybe that 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 future. But that future isn't too far away. Now China's government is testing a new social credit score system, which would rank its citizens based on their online behavior. While it won't fully roll out until 2020, starting this year, China will ban people with a bad score from booking flights and train rides. We spoke with a lawyer who represents clients considered to be untrustworthy by the communist government about what this could mean for the future of China. What are the risks of this kind of program? The government is now making a big number of numbers, and through various ways, you can get the information. Now, it's already reached a very advanced level. 无论是道德或者呢这个呃诚信道德方面的，还是呢法律制裁方面的力量都不够。而我的感觉是呢，你技术的先进啊，控制手段的这个先进啊，有没有用到？就是说你的呃公平的啊。What do you think of the government's argument that a social credit system will create a more meritocratic society？ 这个本来呢是对的啊，就是好人有好报。你一贯遵纪守法的话，但实际上呢，由于这个前前面我们讲的这个两个前提的，就是道德环境和那个法治呃环境的那个，如果这两个环境不健全，这个信用体系也会变味，会走歪了，甚至会把一个善良的这个愿望呢产生了恶的结果。But China isn't the only place experimenting with facial recognition applications. An airport in the Middle East is already planning face scanning aquariums as security checkpoints. In Europe, state-sanctioned and private initiatives are testing this technology in multiple locations, from train stations to online classes. And in the U.S., private companies are investing millions to secure government contracts, which could make machine learning and image recognition a regular part of police work. Law professor Andrew Guthrie Ferguson is a leading expert on big data policing. He spoke to us about the ramifications that these technologies could present. When you look at China's system of facial recognition and、uh, video surveillance, what do you see? I see the future, and it scares me. If you have the capability to identify people and patterns, and you can chill association about where you go and why you're going there, it really will change the relationship between citizens and their governments. In China, the government has heavily invested in these companies developing facial recognition technology. In the U.S., it's still more in the private sector. Can you explain the difference? So much of the story of big data policing has been small startup. Companies, or even sometimes the big tech companies, that are pushing police to use new technologies. One of the open questions is who owns this data? Take police body cams, right? Right now, there is sort of a, an arms race of people trying to sell、uh, police body cameras to policing all across America. All of that data from all of those officers is actually really valuable for other non-law enforcement purposes. You're really capturing patterns of society. And if the private companies can use that data for other things, even sell it for other reasons, they're going to want to profit it. Part of the reason why we have seen this move toward big data policing 
is because it sounds like an objective move to sort of turn the page from some of the racial tension we've seen after Ferguson and after Baltimore, after Staten Island, to something that sounds more objective. Don't worry, this is data-driven. The problem is the data comes from us. And if you're not cautious about how you're collecting that information and then using it, you're just going to reify the same biases. So how slippery is the slope we're standing on? How quickly could this be implemented here? The technology you see in China exists. It's working, and it can do the same thing here. Right now, our sort of regulatory legislative action just isn't there. We don't have protections to say it couldn't happen. Young people growing up in America today are pretty used to being surveilled by their phones and their Facebooks and their Snapchats and the rest. We might have different constitutional protections, but it's still unsettled. And it's an open question about how we react. And I hope we start asking those questions to react now.